0: Eli Lilly issues rare apology as fake Twitter blue account proclaims free insulin for all Eli Lilly issues rare apology as fake Twitter blue account proclaims free insulin for all <laughs> Hello Rudy You're listening to technical news reading presented by Hakim Alibokis Alexander here on Colin the social podcasting app. I'm presenting this for World Reading Club in association with equilibrium This edition's brief reading focus comes to us from FiercePharma.com under the category of marketing and is titled Eli Lilly Issues Rare Apology as Fake Twitter Blue Account Proclaims Free Insulin for All by Ben Oops, by Ben Adams, posted on November 11th, 2022. Wow, it's already November 14th. It was posted on November 11th at 2022 at 9.20 a.m. Under the categories of Eli Lilly, Twitter, social media, and Elon Musk. Eli, Here's a photo, um, the caption, uh, which reads... So this, this photo is, or this image, is of a yellow Twitter bird flying through the sky with a bunch of other smaller blue Twitters following it. The caption reads, Eli Lilly was quick to respond to the tweet as the original fake account had garnered thousands of retweets and likes within hours of posting. Alan O'Rourke, CC by 2.0. I guess that's the uh, attribution. Oh, Creative Commons, probably 2.0. All right, let's take a take a look here. All right. <laughs> here we go. Thank you. Uh, I love it too, Rudy. Here we go. Eli Lilly. Eli Lilly has become the, f- the first big pharma to fall victim to the uptick of fake Twitter handles that are cropping up under the new Twitter Blue paid accounts that Elon Musk recently pushed through. A user pretending to be the Indianapolis-based, or sorry, a user pretending to be the Indianapolis company tweeted out a message saying, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. It says announced. I wonder if that's in context. We are excited to announce... Insulin is free now. Hmm. All right, so what I'd like to do at this moment is I'm going to go to previous uh, a, a talk or a reading that I did here which is related and it's called it's called Status as a Disservice and it's about this whole Twitter, Twitter blue check thing and how that can be very uh, misleading. So let me go ahead and find that here. I forget what, which one of my shows I put it under. It's probably under... It's not news. It's probably under... Yeah, probably H-A-K-U-I-M news show. Did I? No. Wow. So then it must be under communications. It's got to be. It's got to be under my communications show. I'm putting out so much content here. But yes, it's called... Um, yeah, it's called World Reading Club. Status as a disservice, and it was about that blue, the Twitter blue check mark. So let me copy that link. I'm going to put it in the links here, and I'm also going to add it as a. Um, so first, what I'm going to do, I'm going to edit twice here. I'm going to put it in the so in the the description here. Um, as you can see, there's a link to the first to the main article in the beginning there. And what I'm going to do at the end is I'm just going to put this call-in show there. And I'm going to add also as a link to the link bar here. So that's in a couple places. And at least they're linked together. This is for the SEO and all that other groovy stuff. And that's done. So now you have that link in a couple places to reference. If you like the previous talk about Status as a disservice, mainly focusing on the blue check mark on Twitter. And I'm waiting for some more information from Charlie and the crew about how do I get my blue check mark here. All right. <clears throat> Fierce Pharma continues. Fierce Pharma released yesterday. November 10th, that was the time of this writing, right, which is November 11th, under the username at Eli Lilly and Co. The fake message hit more than 1,500 retweets and 11,000 likes in just a few hours. The tweet at first glance looks like a real message from Lilly, as it comes with a blue check next to its name, a mark that's been synonymous with verified accounts. Before the sale of Twitter to billionaire businessman Musk last month for $44 billion, Twitter staff verified users after several reviews. Musk, however, has changed up the Twitter Blue program. Now, if you pay $8 a month, you can subscribe to Twitter and gain a verified check with little to no oversight. Something at Eli, Lilly and Co. has seemingly taken advantage of. I'd like to ins- insert my commentary here and refer to that article or, that I read and did the talk on the reading on uh, called "Status as a Disservice." It very clearly talks about in there that the way to know whether or not the account is fake or not is simply by clicking or hovering over the blue check mark. I'm not I'm not sure which you know. I'm gonna go to Twitter right now while I'm talking, so I ain't talking shit. All right, let's go here. Let's see who has a blue check mark on their account. I'm looking at the journal for the American chemical society. It's not even blue. It's, um, it's white. Who who are all these? Okay. Um, I'm trying to click on the check mark account information. This account is verified because it's notable in government news, entertainment, or other designated category. Learn more. All right. So, that's how you know what does the blue check mark mean the definition of verification and the accompanying blue check mark is changing until now twitter used the blue check mark to indicate active notable and authentic accounts of public interest that twitter had independently verified based on certain requirements now the blue check mark mean may mean two different things. Either that an account was verified under the previous veri- verification criteria, active, notable, and authentic, or that the account has an active subscription to Twitter's new Twitter Blue subscription service, which was made available in, on iOS in the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the U.K. on November 9th, 2022. Accounts that receive the blue check mark as part of a Twitter blue subscription will not undergo review to confirm that they meet the active, notable, and authentic criteria that was used in the previous process. Please note, to minimize impersonation risks, display name changes will be temporarily restricted on verified accounts. This will impact accounts verified under the legacy program and Twitter's new Twitter blue subscription. Product. It still doesn't describe the fact that you can click on the check mark and it can tell you why. That's a very important piece of information that is missing here and should be put in this kind of thing that says, hey, all you got to do is click on the check mark on the name and it'll show you whether or not this account is verified under one of those uh, proper verification process. So I'm not going to continue reading that from Twitter blue anymore. But um, let's see, while I'm on Twitter, it says, Gracia Lamor, ICF, Transcendental Hope Coach, liked your tweet where I was talking about a systems engineering approach to sustainable power systems on technical news reading. Yeah, I did that earlier today. Fabrizio Cavalcante retweeted it also, and uh, it was liked by Education World as well, huh? Hey, look, Hakeem's popular on Twitter. All right, uh, what, what did I get a private message? Oh, yeah, she's doing a chat. Okay, let me get back to what we're doing here on this talk here about, or this reading, to see what Eli Lilly is doing about this. Okay, so the real Eli Lilly account is, of course, at Lilypad. Companies rarely get directly involved with fake accounts, but this tweet blew up so quickly that Lilly's social media team was forced to issue a reply on Twitter. We apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Lily account. Our official Twitter account is at Lilypad. A spokesperson for Eli Lilly, one of the largest producers of insulin in the world, told the Washington Post on Thursday that the company is in communication with Twitter to address the issue, but gave no other updates. Lily shares took a battering the day after the tweet, dropping more than 6% and wiping billions of dollars from its market cap. A similar but less severe stock drop happened to fellow insulin makers Novo Nordisk and Sanofi, with commentators suggesting that the false tweet did much to reignite the debate around insulin pricing, negatively hitting investor sentiment. This was published under the categories of pharma, marketing, and insulin. Related articles. Executive interview. Deep intent. Ad Theorent Health executive interview. What's in a name? Perhaps everything in drug development. And Real Chemistry executive interview. Chutch Heman, Shirley Lynn. These are all from today, November fourteenth, two 2022, at 8 o'clock in the morning. Huh, I wonder are those related? I don't know how those are related. Anyway, that's the article here. So you've been listening to Technical News Reading presented by Hakim Alibokis Alexander here on Colin, the social podcasting app. I've presented it here for World Reading Club in association with Uniquilibrium. Very, very interesting. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised. Uh, Well, that's about it. Let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, Rudy, would you uh, have any commentary or anything like that? Um, You can either call in or I can do this right here. Um, I think I did that. Yeah, but that's it for now. I'm going to go on to do some other readings in a minute. But this has been from FiercePharma.com about fake Twitter blue. Hello, Rudy. What's up, man?
1: um well i i like the news that you're reading out man um i like the idea of taking the fight to these people and going. Now i don't know who did it but i do think that um these medicines should be free and mm-hmm. so i i like that somebody's uh basically trolling these people
0: <laughs> yeah this, this trolling is uh is uh, sometimes useful. Everybody talks about trolling and they they think it's such a negative thing, but here we are, you know, it's it's opening up the debate again. Right? I mean, like
1: why are you apologizing that medicine should be free?
0: <laughs> right? Um this interesting thing is that this this periodical Fierce Pharma. Um I had been reading them for years and they bring to um the news especially in the pharmaceutical industry, things like this. But they are so deeply entrenched in the mainstream that they bring articles like this that are controversial, but nobody bothers them because they're a solid media outlet that that tends to kick uh, a lot of the big pharmaceutical giants in the balls with stuff like this. Like they just come around and they just do stuff like this, but they are a legitimate news uh, outlet that is – I mean, they are prolific and they do a lot of stuff like this. I mean, if you read, if you go to fiercepharma.com, you'll see the bent of the articles there. They don't look like they're this cutting sometimes, but then you read it and it's like, they're just given the facts, but it's facts that probably a lot of pharmaceutical companies would rather kept keep swept under the rug. You know what I mean? Or not, or not uh, publicized as much. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can see why people feel like we- Know, I'm part of the people, but why people feel like we need new information to be able to really shock people into waking up, you know, that final straw that breaks the camel's back kind of thing. But it feels like there are so many other things just out there in the open that just are, you know, informative to disgusting. And we don't yeah. really have to look. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of this uh, used before but
0: um, interesting it doesn't
1: sound like CNN so it doesn't sound I right. suppose the most legitimate like quote, unquote, legitimate.
0: yeah well you you were breaking up a little bit but I yeah but I get the idea what you're saying yeah it's um but they are see. It doesn't seem legitimate because they are a specifically um, industry-based media outlet. So it's kind of like having. Like, um, I mean, have you heard of tech? Have you heard of
1: tech briefs? Um, tech briefs. No, no. But I've heard of uh, military newspapers, for example, or like pol- yeah. political newspapers for people in DC yeah. who you know, yeah.
0: Right. So this, this so tech briefs, for example, used to be called NASA Tech Briefs Media. And then it became Tech Briefs Media, and now it's just Tech Briefs. So it's, it's a NASA publication, but they just call it Tech Briefs, and you won't see anything from NASA on there unless you're looking at the publication site. You're like, oh, this is a... But it doesn't have any identifying marks. You see, what I, what I think NASA is trying to do, this is just my opinion, is they're trying to just make a, a news outlet... Um, but not directly attach it to NASA just yet to see how people respond to it. I don't know what they're doing, because wouldn't people be more likely to read something if they're like, oh, it's from NASA, right? But they kind of intentionally cover that it's them putting this stuff out, and I don't know why that
1: is. No, sometimes these, um, these, uh, how do I say, institutions don't really want to do the good work that they necessarily must do. No, because, like, what can the VA do but do good things? The Army can't right. really do good things, but, like, the VA must necessarily do good things. So then it's like, okay, well, if we have to do things and we want to shirk on the responsibility, how do we pretend we did it? But, you know, so let's hide it in the open. And, right, but, right. I'm yeah, cynical. that's exactly
0: it. That's exactly it. It's hidden in the open. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly right. That's what I was kind of looking for. That uh, that sentiment. It wasn't popping in my head, but yes, it's hidden in plain sight. It's like, so they they're doing the news. They because they have to like legally, right? They have to have some kind of of um, output. Especially, if it's a government organization, right? But they're gonna right. do it in a way where not every because look, what's what 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 a generic name? Tech briefs, right? Like that's such a boring shit that most nobody's oh. gonna
1: read that. You put that in front of a book and I will not read that. I won't even read the thing itself. Tech what? Tech, tech briefs? Nah, what
0: does that mean? Was that underwear? T- technological underwear? What are they talking uh, about? Tech briefs. Exactly.
1: <laughs> briefs are what my grandparents used to want to buy. They uh, didn't have any. <laughs> right.
0: But it's a re- – so, and, and and anyway, the reason I was saying that is because, you know, this one, com. you're saying it's not like CNN, so it's not like – it doesn't seem like a g- legitimate, but it, it's legitimate in the sense that Tech Briefs is legitimate, where it's published oh. by insiders in the industry or by, um, you know, the pharmaceutical companies themselves, but it's just kind of like hidden in plain sight, so to speak. Exactly. So uh, but yeah, fiercefarmer. is 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 a really cool site for that. So, so where are you driving to, Rudy? What are you up to today? Going to work? What's happening?
1: Just uh, headed to work, and it's uh, super fun to drive right now. It's the first day of real snow in these ah. Twin Cities. Yeah, man. So I'm um, just driving, you know.
0: So are you? Is it what Twin Cities? Is that Minnesota? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. For exactly. a second. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, oh, Minnesota, Twitter. right?
1: Yeah, you already had
0: it. You already it. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, I know a little geography, uh, but I've traveled enough to to look at some maps. Yeah, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to bring. So on this this show I have here, uh, technical news reading, I've been upping my game on what I'm reading because I was before mainly only reading from neurosciencenews.com. dot com, but the the quality of the the writing is a little bit lacking in some ways I don't know if it's because it's been written by like these researchers on the fly. I don't know who's writing it actually so much but they're not the best but then I started reading tech briefs and several other ones like um, in the uh, the show notes here uh, right now it shows that I'm I'm reading I have neuroscience news military and aerospace news tech briefs fierce pharma uh, laser-focused world, and I just added a new... Oh, I know what another one I'm, I'm going to be reading is. Uh, it's called Inside Precision Medicine. So this is going to be the place where I'm coming mostly uh, to do readings because it helps to, like, elevate my level of reading for the World <laughs> Reading Club. Um, and I think it's just doing a better service uh, to people... Um, so, do you, have you ever have I ever stated to you? Do you understand what my what my stated goals are for doing like readings and stuff like this are? Um,
1: um, well, I, from what I understand, you know, you're not sort of shying from the fact that some of this is economic, and then you give some of it away, some money to charity or some people that you sort of come by, you know, in life and you appreciate or something like that. That's what I. That was a spiel I heard last time.
0: Yeah, one of the things is that um, by putting the content out there, it constantly brings attention to the things that I'm doing and helps people to have access to information so that It kind of I I like to continue to help democratize information, which is one of the main purposes of social audio and social podcasting. The other thing is I call it um, an an educational journal. So I'm reading uh, these things mostly as cold reading. So I'm reading them for the first time as anybody is listening. So um, I'm learning them and I'm documenting, hey, this is what I'm what I'm reading and this is what I'm learning. And so now you can see what I'm doing, so you have insight into what I'm learning. And then, um, lastly, is uh, because it's actually, and I don't know, this is in no particular order, but it's actually therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. I've started to find that one of the only ways that I can focus, and it's actually good for my mental health, is by reading. I don't know what that is, but it actually helps me to get my mind right. So, it's one of the only things that does that.
1: Well, I'm glad that you found that passion that, you know, keeps... Gives you a type of North Star, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's uh, definitely a guiding light for me. So um, I'm going to continue reading, and I appreciate you um, and your your willingness to discuss and your openness as well and everything like that. Wait a minute, why am I not... Just... What's up? Hold on, what the heck is going here? I said, I'm just looking at my my, my list of... I just clicked on you, and it's... I was just at... I was wondering, so why am I not following you on here? Uh-oh. I've known you for a while on...
1: You know, you forget. Sometimes I realize I'm not following people. I'm like, oh, okay. I've been sort of you, listening to the. You so do bad. talks
0: with um uh the Pangburn Hangout
1: uh frequently, right? No, no, I've gone in there maybe once or twice. It's oh, okay. There's some interesting topics, but there's some topics like um, sort of fl- slavery should be legal. Convince me otherwise. <laughs> so, and then he just mine I'm working on calming my nerves, but sometimes, you know, my, my nerves get the better of me. So it's better to just choose one's battles. It's, uh,
0: it's easy to have happen. I mean, it's not like it's, um, you know, like it's uncommon. I mean, some things can make you pretty heated. I mean, and I don't hide my, my indignation with a lot of stuff too. I just like, um, you know, I see, a lot of things and i'll just comment on it but as long as i i'm coming from you know a place where i'm open and i'm transparent about what my uh intentions are i'll you know i don't mind reading or becoming a little bit upset about whatever but i also don't like to i don't know if you notice i also don't like to argue with people every once in a while mm-hmm. i might get a little irritated um the other day i got irritated at lance um <laughs> because he was uh he was talking like he's, he's become a lot different, and a lot better than before. Yes. But yes. he started saying stuff like he, basically he was just um, speaking things that I wasn't saying and saying it as if I was saying it. I'm like, yo, mm. uh, Lance, I didn't say any of that stuff. And I actually went off and started cussing a little bit. And I was like, what the fuck? And I stopped myself and I was like, OK, Lance, I'm sorry. I don't, you know, I don't normally mean to talk like that. I was like, but it really irritates me when someone starts saying that I, like you're saying these words and saying it like I said it. And I was like, that's not cool. I was like, we can't have a discussion, a real discussion. If you start saying things that I didn't say and attributing Mm -hmm. it to me, because then from there, the conversation is gone. Like you're now, you know, it's, it's now you might as well just be lying. Like, it's just like, (laughs) I I understand if maybe you, didn't understand me, but you
1: can't say that. (laughs) Do you just walk away from that conversation ultimately? Um, Because, you know, I've been in conversations where we both obviously want to come to a conclusion and we're interested. I've been in conversations where the other person might just start to just, like, uh, put things in your mouth and not actually... You know, it's one thing when you start doing it and then somebody says, hey, no, hold up, you're strawmanning yeah. And you're like, all right, my bad, okay, hold up. Let's uh, right. take a couple of steps back. What what did I misread? Yeah. Um, but then there's people who aren't willing to hear you out who have pretty much sort of, I suppose, considered that they have lost. And yeah. so then they basically go into mimicking you. And so the... Yeah. You know, and adults, they don't do the mimicking, mimicking, but there's like sort of adult ways of just like, nah, nah, yeah. nah, 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 Well,
0: I've had the experience that um, maybe it's just because of my demeanor, and sometimes I can. Um, I don't know. I've never, I haven't i have really displayed very nasty behavior because it's just not within me, but mm-hmm. I don't get bothered or trolled that much by people, and people don't strawman me too much. I mean, people will mm-hmm. disagree. But for the most part, they they leave me alone, especially I think one of the main things is because I have such a large body of work And I actually do a lot of research and reading that people aren't really going to fuck with me because they're like, I don't know. He's got like at least 16 years of content online. There's really not Mm. much we're going to bother him about. I mean, you can bother CNN and YouTube and Twitter because they're giants that have a lot of information. But I'm an individual that's doing this. And so I think when people see that, they're like, I don't know. Like, we can talk to him about this, but he's probably either going to be really stubborn or right and make us look stupid. So we're not even going to fuck with it. I, I don't know what it is. There's a phenomenon about me that I've noticed that I get treated a little bit differently than some people and I'll accept Mm -hmm. some of it. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I also tell people not to treat me with any favoritism just because they Mm -hmm. think I have some kind of status or something because it's stupid. Mm -hmm. It's useless. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. call me out when I need to be called out. um, And if I'm saying something wrong or stupid, then let me know. But um, I don't know Mm -hmm. what that is. But yes, sometimes I do
1: walk away from situations. Yeah. You're one of those pretty people that doesn't like to be, you know, treated pretty. Well, I sometimes likes to be treated pretty, but not all the time.
0: Yeah, I just don't find it necessary. Like, I really get annoyed when people like kowtow to me. Like, when people say, like the other day I was talking to somebody like, I totally agree with everything you're saying. I totally yeah. agree with that. And I'm like, you right. know what, oh, bro. I'm fucking done right now. Like you can't, like stop agreeing with everything. Like if you really do, then you agree and give me some good points.
1: But anyway.
0: Hey, I heard you just got out of your car. Are you at work now finally?
1: Um yeah, just about to enter. Oh, right. there's some there's some deer out here. That's a very nice. Minnesotan thing. But yeah, I, I I hear you, man. Um, one of the things that sort of triggers me is. And this, these rooms, for example, uh, they don't cost any money. Um, right. You know, it's, so somebody steps into the room and says, man, and, and there's, you know, again, one appreciates one telling them you're doing a good job doing this and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's, yeah, there's times when it's like, oh, you're such a nice person. My bro, you don't know me, you know. I could be, you know, a cannibal for you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Hi T, I see you down there in the listeners,
0: but you ran away. All right. Um <clears throat> So, yeah, man, it's uh it's an interesting uh place to navigate, but I think I found uh, my home. I actually really like calling a lot. Um I use another app called Wisdom, and then I started using one called Breakout, but Breakout okay. has been having so many issues that I just uninstalled it. I didn't delete my account, but I uninstalled it for now. And now I'm focusing back on using my Spreaker social podcasting, call-in, and Wisdom. And so, man, I- I'm able to produce a lot of really cool content from here, and I really like that idea. Hey, T, welcome back. Um, hey, man, T, do you I don't have wanna... anything
1: to say about yeah. So not bad. I, was just gonna say, I don't want to slow you down too much, but I, I'm I am sort of curious about the spaces that you're sort of occupying and also sort of going towards. Like so from what I understand you do do you do yoga and stuff? Yes, uh, I teach yeah, I teach yoga as okay. well. Yep. Okay, okay. So you, you teach yoga, you do meditation as well, correct? You teach yes. meditation, is it? Right. I do, yeah. And and so you're sort of Working with the sort of untangible, I suppose, with the the mind, and you're also going into sort of mechanical uh, science and health. And I'm just trying to figure out if you're just trying to, like, you know, find the missing link kind of thing.
0: Well, I've just been um, curious about a lot of things, and I have seen way too many similarities between what people attempt to separate as the physical and non-physical, as the uh, or physical and metaphysical, the psychological and whatnot. There are way too many crossing over, um, too many things that I find influence each other and that are related, so that... When I'm looking at gradients and things like that, I'm starting to see that these whole a lot of the separations that people are attempting to make are very arbitrary, and um, some of them may be actually ingenuine uh, or disingenuous, and maybe even um, used uh, to deceive people. I don't know. It's just that I personally my experience is that, for example, very easily you can think about an ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, ex-lover of some kind, and maybe the fact that you had uh, a bad breakup. And instantly in your body, you'll feel your heart rate change, your breathing. You might get a headache or you might feel like you're having a heart attack or depending on how intense the feelings were for the person or you might even cry or whatever. So you have a direct example of how something that you think causes direct, very acute physical
1: symptoms in your body. And this is to, a very interesting... Can I, I've i been trying to figure out how to put this into word and not to sound crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I've attempted it a few times and it's, it just doesn't work. But I've noticed that we have a dog, for example. And if you just mm-hmm. want to play a uh, psychiatrist for me for a second. Um, so we have a dog and I've noticed these things happen... With dogs, with like uber cute things and stuff like that. I'm not a very. I tend to, just, to stay away from. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the whole umbrella, but I know that this dog that I have and other dogs drop. They, there's this sort of. I look at them and the sadness and stuff, and I can feel a type of. There's a actual pain, kind of. Uh, I don't know what the mechanics are, but like my my heart is involved somehow, my and I just don't no I I don't have the best of health, but there's these certain <clears> things that trigger actual pain and from nowhere. And I'm trying to figure out what what is this, what is this phenomenon, and just you know, somebody to give me a path to take. And so the first thing I was thinking of today was maybe I should look into pain and just figure out where pain meets the brain.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of interesting research from a couple of different areas. Like, so I'm not a medical doctor, but um, I I do research a lot of medical information. And one of the things that I've discovered specifically because I've taken continuing education courses from the Hypnosis Motivation Institute. And one of the things that is taught is that um, you can start to alleviate pain first by be learning how to relax more. So, using different forms of meditation, breathing exercises, or anything that can help you relax can actually help you to relieve pain so one of the main factors that was found across chronic pain and continued pain is the inability to relax or uh, undo or excess stress so one of the things the first ways to start reducing pain is to reduce stress. The other thing to note is that um, that hypnosis was first accepted into the american dental association and the american medical association in 1958 due mostly in part to the work by a man named milton erickson who uh neuro-linguistic programming was based off of something called covert hypnosis and conversational hypnosis he is the father of modern clinical hypnosis as they call because of the way that he used it in psychiatry and medicine Um, he actually was known to cure Cure, because he's a doctor, right? So he can use that term to cure many physical and mental ailments using hypnosis in conjunction with other treatment modalities, but mainly just hypnosis and other non invasive, non medical treatments. So he can make those claims. And one of the, I believe, I would have to look in this, but it only makes sense to me the reason why uh, hypnosis was admitted into use by the American Medical Association and the American uh, Dental Association. It's primarily because of something called hypnoanesthesia, so the reduction of pain using uh, clinical hypnotic means, which mainly uh, have to do with first relaxing the body, using things like the Nancy technique or progressive relaxation from head to toe or toe to head, and then... Uh, once the person is there by using different deepening and and induction deepening techniques like arm rigidity and arm levitation and all these different type of things and then finally using suggestions of pain relief and using different things like scales of pain for example you can have a person imagine a dial like a physical analog dial like a knob you turn and it could have 0 to 10 and you can ask the person to turn the knob to where their pain is currently now. So if it's a 10, they put it on a 10. And then you slowly have them turn that dial, very, very slowly start turning it down as they breathe and relax, and they start turning it down to see if they can get it to a nine. And once they get it there, you continually systematically reduce it. And there's all different kinds of ways you can use. You can use sliders, you can use digital readouts. Um, there's There's so many different ways. So anyway, my point is, is that um, the experience of pain is one that can be readily manipulated, however, there's also the the condition and the caution that when doing that you should not reduce the pain too much and you should maybe even change it to a pressure because, as you've probably often heard, that pain is a sign that something is wrong, and that we should pay attention to what that that um, what what that indication of something wrong is. Now again, Going back to what I said about relaxation, maybe the pain is being caused because of too much stress in the body, and it might be uh, focusing on on vulnerable points in the body and causing pain there, showing that maybe this needs to be addressed. Um, But I don't know. I do know that um, there are various ways to reduce pain using mental modalities, and that a lot of them are very effective, and That you should start with first of all just finding different ways to relax and i'm not saying that you don't relax but if you do find that you have a problem with stress and anxiety that's the place to start and the place to start doing that is by simple breathing meditation which a lot of people make it more complicated but it's as easily as breathing in once and breathing out either through your nose or your mouth i like breathing out of the mouth and making that puffing or pressing sound And doing that just once, that's the way to start. And then you can start maybe doing it every so often, every hour, or even less frequently, whenever you feel like you need to uh, reduce a little bit of stress, eventually it becomes more and more frequent. And then you'll start to find ways to disguise it because you don't, you can't be doing that kind of heavy breathing exercises around people and you'll find ways. You can, some people, but you know how people are sometimes. And sometimes you'll find a way to do it completely quietly. And sometimes you'll find yourself moving from one breath to three to five to ten at a time. And as you start doing that simple thing, there's no special thing to focus on, your body will automatically start to relax just having more oxygen. You'll become more flexible. You'll be able to sleep better. All kinds of things will happen simply by taking the time to breathe more deeply because it's one of the things that we often don't do. So anyway, I gave a lot of information there, but... uh, that's one of the first steps in pain relief is to focus on relaxation and then focus on breathing as the means to relax. Um, and then from there, you can start finding things. But it's not an easy process. It's incremental change. It takes a while.
1: Right, man. It, it made sense. I appreciate that, um, you know, working in sports. Uh, some of that definitely resonated with me. And um, I, it definitely made sense that you know, you look to reduce the pain, you know, you're looking to reduce the symptoms, I suppose, to to even clarify what is the problem because as you said, pain is a an indicator of something that's wrong, but then the pain could be too much noise for your you no know, for you to be able to really know what's wrong. So then by relaxing it, controlling the stuff that you can do, you maybe you reduce sort of the inflammation, I suppose. And then after that you could get into the the surgical matters. Yeah, there
0: are some interesting things about that. And, you know, one of the the last things I'll say is um, is just with everything, we just take our time. You know how people are so ready to take a medication every day because the doctor says, you know, take two mm-hmm. a day or take mm-hmm. this or take it in the morning. Well, that's fine. I won't ever tell anybody anymore at this point in my life that they should stay away from their pharmaceuticals. But what I will say is if you're so ready and willing to take a pharmaceutical medicant to relieve your symptoms, why not practice something complimentary every day, like a breathing exercise or yoga or something like that, right? If you're going to take medications every day, do a breathing exercise every day. How could it hurt? So... You know, you're willing to put a chemical in. What about breathing in more deeply? That's it. You
1: know? It reminds me of uh, something that I read yesterday about um, a recipe that somebody had created for how to have a bad farm. You know, how to, like, just deplete um, the, the resources of the farm. You basically just, you don't feed it. You just take, you take, you take, and then, you know... Yeah, I don't know where I was going with it. I missed the point, but...
0: No, no, yeah, I I get that idea, though, yes. Um, It's like you have to constantly uh, put... Hold on. All right, my uh, my phone went on the fritz. Okay, I got a call, and I actually have to do go do another presentation. So I'm going to close this out now. I got to call that person and then get over there to the other app. All right, Rudy, I appreciate you. Um, appreciate
1: listen- you, man. Keep doing your thing.
0: Bye-bye. I have a love-hate relationship with Big Pharma, but definitely a fan of clever guerrilla warfare when taking on all bio-fascists. Fascists. Sorry, I missed your reading and most of your show today. Appreciate the invites and the helpful messages you share. Sure, thank you. Um, and I'll be back soon. I just got to go tea right now uh, to finish some other stuff. But um, I'll be back soon with some more readings. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for your input and for hanging out with me. It's always appreciated. And uh, you guys, I'll see you around the halls of Colin sometime soon. Stay well.